When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on FM 104 and I'm joined by Megan O'Neill. Hello. Hello, Louise. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Every week we chat to an artist about the first gig they ever went to. What was yours? The first gig I ever went to was actually five at the Point Theatre when I was maybe about ten. Wow. I know. (laughs) That's a fun one to go to, though. It was quite an experience. I have to say, like, I still will lose my mind if I'm out some night and any of five songs come on. I think we all know the routines. I think it's just a given. (laughs) 100% it was a great gig I think my mind was also completely blown by the size and scale of it Um, you know it was just mad to be in the point obviously at the time and be like wow this is a gig (laughs) Were you a huge fan at the time? Yeah like you know Five, Spice Girls, Britney Spears all the usuals I was mad about them Were you doing music at that stage yourself? Yeah, like I was, I was singing loads and I was learning piano and I was, I was definitely into it. Like I loved performing and I loved music. Um, and obviously my taste grew a lot since then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was, I was definitely getting into it. I was, if anyone asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, that was my answer, you know. Wow. You've never thought about breaking out some routine or anything throughout <laughs> like a five routine yeah. in the middle of my gig it could happen you know it could be happen. fun you know yeah. it's an idea maybe <laughs> I'll throw it into the band I'll see what comes back I, I, I can probably tell you what they're going to say yeah. but <laughs> so then when did you start performing yourself so my parents actually have a video of me when I'm in it's either junior or senior infants and I'm tiny mm-hmm. and I'm on uh, I'm on stage singing as part of some I don't even know what the show is or it, whether it's like a I don't know some variety show when you're in school and I'm singing a whole solo by myself so I was maybe four, like four or five five or six then um, and that's the first one I think I actually remember Wow. Um, is doing something like that, yeah. So you're pretty fearless. Oh, I was completely... Well, I grew up in a house of boys and okay. it was very much like like me and all my brothers. It was like, you have to just... Whoever shouts the loudest, you know, gets <laughs> the attention. So it was very much like, fend for yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that actually was really beneficial because I was just like... I, I, didn't, I wasn't phased by a lot. So then as a professional, what was your first gig? Oh, as a professional, like I started gigging when I was probably 14 or 15. I don't know if you could really call them professional, but I did a load of Battle of the Bands and I did, you know, like I I was in multiple different bands trying out genres and, you know, I'll see how I feel about this genre and I'll do that for a while, write songs in that vein. And... Loved all of that. That was a great experience. But I remember one of the first gigs I did when I was maybe 
yeah, 14 or 15 was up in Dublin and it was a, I can't even, I can't even fully remember, but it was some like battle of the bands night mm-hmm. in, it could have been Whelan's or, or one of those venues. And I just remember being, by then all of my useful fearlessness was gone. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely terrified. Um but it was, you know, I think that kind of kicked it off for me, like the love for it, you know. And that's the thing, we do lose that fearlessness at some point, don't we? Which is kind of a shame. Oh, it's such a shame. Like, any time I do, because the odd time I would do some songwriting workshops and it, with kids and stuff, mm. and any time you do stuff like that, and they're just so confident and so... What I love about kids when they're younger is, like, they'll... I'll be like, does anyone play an instrument or anyone sing... And they'll put up their hands and say, I'm a drummer or I'm a singer. Mm. And I'm like, I love that. Like, when do we lose that where we just don't have that same confidence in ourselves? Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we kept some of that. Yeah, imagine being able to pinpoint the moment and just go, no, hang on, hold on to that. You'll, you'll need that. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. Do you remember or do you have a best on stage experience that? sticks with you I have it's very hard to you know have one probably yeah have one yeah. yeah I think like for me definitely one of the best ones I did a tour a few years ago with Tom Jones and it, they were the biggest shows I'd ever played and just being like you know walking out on the stage to 20,000 mm. people 15,000 people that was amazing um, and so exhilarating and absolutely terrifying and mm-hmm. all of the things that go along with that and all of the backstage and the crew and everyone involved and it was amazing. Um, but that was so different. It was such a different experience to say doing a run of my own headline mm-hmm. shows where everyone knows all the lyrics to your songs and, you know, they're all singing along. So it's it's so hard to pinpoint um one but definitely like in terms of experience um some of the bigger gigs I've done have just been wild you're kind of you're on a high for a few days after that and I suppose for gigs that aren't necessarily for your audience do you feel like you're almost recruiting when you're there yeah there is that pressure which I don't love I don't think any artist loves I think support gigs are really are are amazing but they can be really challenging especially if you're yeah you're walking out there and you're like trying to win over someone else's audience mm-hmm. um and some artists like i have to say when it came to the tom jones tour like his audiences were amazing and they were really really they wanted to really love you yeah amazing. um but that is not always the way <laughs> <laughs> you know and sometimes you have audiences that really just don't care you're just the opening act and they'll talk through you and stuff mm. So it is hard, you know, um, but it's also, it's one of those things that you walk out not entirely knowing what you're going to get, but that's kind of the thrill of it as well. You probably end up almost superhuman by the end of it because, you know, the audience are so huge and they're not your audiences. So it's kind of a double, you're getting a double whammy there with it. So you probably get off the stage going, that was amazing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, And, you know, it's so nice to kind of have proven yourself as well in those situations and like especially if you're so nervous beforehand to walk off and feel like you did it you know it's a nice it's a great feeling to be like oh I can in in this moment (laughs) I feel fearless you know 
Yeah, Great. you're going back to that childhood a little yeah. bit again. Yeah, yeah. You've recently only released new music as well. All Those Yesterdays came out on the 8th of November. Tell us a little bit about this song. Yeah, so I wrote this song um, in the summertime. I'd actually gone up to see Bruce Springsteen at the RDS. Nice. And it was my first time seeing him and I was like, and I have loved his music for such a long time. And he was on stage talking about losing members of the E Street Band and how, you know, when you're younger, life is all about hellos and some days and I'll see you again. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye, you wake up and your your narrative changes and you're saying goodbyes and you're saying back then and you're reminiscing. Mm -hmm. And it really struck a chord with me and I was there, you know, mid gig at the RDS like typing out lyrics <laughs> and I was like oh my god I have to write something about this and then you know a few days later I just picked up the guitar and all of those lyrics came out and at the time I was losing somebody very close to me and so it was it was a lot of things wrapped up in that as well but I didn't want the song to be so much about the person I was losing I kind of wanted it to be more about like those seasons of life mm -hmm. and when you're young exactly just like we were saying actually which is a weird serendipitous thing mm -hmm. when you're young nothing scares you and mm -hmm. you're you know you're not scarred and then you get older and you have all of these you know things in your life that start to come at you and mm -hmm. what feels like year after year maybe you're not getting the breaks that you thought you would or life hasn't worked out the way that you thought it would and and so I wanted it to be more about the yeah that kind of seasons of life and it's something everyone experiences in some form I think oh definitely and you know I think I have plenty of friends who haven't lost anyone wow. and I have plenty of friends who've lost lots of people mm -hmm. and I have friends who you know I think at the, at this point in my life, most of my friends kind of feel like they've, I don't know, they're in the throes of that adulthood where they're like feeling that they have to be responsible for everything. Yeah. Um, and nobody tells you when you're young that they're kind of the golden days. You never know that they're the golden days when you're in them. It's so true. Yeah. You only know when, you know, five years later you're going, ah. Oh, wish I'd appreciated that you know yeah. and it's not that you can't have golden days all the way through your life of course you can but it's it's that lack of responsibility yeah. and usefulness and carelessness that you know you lose the older you get and I suppose it's like stopping and allowing yourself to take it in as well because like even you doing Tom Jones you know just taking a moment to go wow I'm here yeah 100% and I think I'm pretty bad at that. I think I think a lot of people are yeah, really bad at that. So too. Yeah. yeah, especially in this kind of modern culture of everything moving so fast and our kind of things being thrown at us a million miles an hour all the time, whether it's online or whatever. We're we're not good at just stopping and 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 being present. Mm -hmm. So true. You're also heading off on tour. I am. Yeah, next February, which I'm so excited about. So you're heading to the UK first and then you're going to be in in Kildare as well on the 14th. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to do the Riverbank Theatre on the lovely Valentine's night. Gorgeous. Um, and then a week in the UK. And I, I lived in the UK for five years. So I, you know, 
I used to tour there obviously non-stop and I haven't been back um, now in about two years so I'm, I'm really excited to get back over and do some of those as well. So the brand new single All Those Yesterdays is out at the moment. Where's the best place people can keep up to date with everything you're up to? So I'm probably the most active on Instagram and Facebook um, and that's just at Megan O'Neill Music on both of those and my website has all the upcoming live shows and everything that's going on um, and that's megan-oneill.com Excellent. Megan O'Neill, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks Louise. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.